Hey makers, welcome back to another episode of Spin 15 a Day podcast. This is episode 30, The Gamp. So today, following very closely behind episode 29, I decided I needed to make this uh, mini episode, because they're all 15 minutes or less, about something I found today. So yesterday, with the sun out and seeing that the garlic shoots were popping up in the raised container that I put them in, it got me thinking that I need to start planning this year's garden. And one of the things I wanted to do was find something whimsical and uh, to hold some potted plants out in the garden area. And lucky me, I found one. So while I was at the local Deseret Industries and having found this great little metal shelf unit that I'm going to be using out in the garden this year. I also walked by the clothing department to get towards the front and there were these skirts and something caught my eye and it looked like it was woven and it looked like a gamp. And let me tell you what a gamp is. According, there's, there's many, many very simple things about a gamp. It's pretty much a sampler of weaving. And in The Key to Weaving by Mary E. Black, and I have a copy of it. Um, The original was published, I think, in 1945. Yeah, so I have a 1980 uh, reprint, but um, 1945 this book came out. So, you know, not a whole lot of new things coming out in weaving because this book pretty much has everything I would ever need for weaving. And one of the things it has is it talks about gamps on page 564 of the key to weaving. A well-designed, carefully woven gamp or sampler is a useful and treasured possession to hang on the studio wall. Okay. And as I'm walking by in the thrift store, I see this skirt and it's white, black, grayish probably because of the interchanging of the white and the black and red and it's a gamp but it's polyester when I get right up to it and I'm looking at it it's polyester so many of you know what uh, that uh, LuLaRoe clothing company had all those um, kind of pencil skirts that were the polyester and no zipper and they're very stretchy have a good bias and that's what I thought at first maybe oh I'm like oh maybe that's a LuLaRoe or whatever and it's not I don't know the company that it was some uh, off-brand it wasn't like a local big box store and the more I looked at it I'm like huh look at all these different patterns if it had truly been woven it was five dollars I bought it I have no intention of wearing it only because it who wouldn't fit and just make the rear end look a little bit bigger than it needs to. So um, I washed it up and it is now hanging in the studio as a sampler. You would not think that something like this would come home with me just for this purpose of being out in the studio, but it's eye-catching and as soon as I can find a good place and an open space I think I just found one as I'm talking to you on the wall I am going to hang it up so I'm like okay so somebody that uh, is in the fashion industry understands gamps so they obviously 
probably went to a textile um, school of some type and somebody created this and had it only been wool I, I would have been just even more over the moon but for right now for its purpose I am so very happy about this because it really is a great sampler to hang up as a reminder of what an amazing way to start looking at things and yeah so what else it says in the book is the word camp takes its name from the multicolored umbrella of Charles Dickens character Sari Gamp. The word sampler is also used and the words are interchangeable except that Gamp may suggest a more intricate project. So how exciting is that? Now I just want to put out a disclaimer verbally to the world that I weave Uh, I've helped a few folks, what I called like a boot camp, which meant I grabbed their hand and just made them start weaving. And that's kind of like the weave along next month is like, just jump in, the water's fine. I have no professional uh, background. I have no schooling in this. The things I've learned have been taught to me or I've researched them or I've read about them or I've watched videos and that's it. So I take no claim to be an expert at anything. And, but what I can tell you is that when I try something and I fail, I don't feel it's a failure. I feel it's a really good lesson learned. And if you don't try, you're never going to know, right? So I just want to make sure that we had that out there. I will lead you down the path to all kinds of fibery makings but I am never gonna claim that there is any professional background behind me to make my claims of, of what I either suggest or say or what I do. So I just wanna make sure that that's out there. So I'm very excited. I have a 16 inch, it's about 16 and a half inch reed, um, Leclerc. That is a table loom for harness. And I really don't use it, but it really would be something good to maybe just take a little time, which won't take me much time because I've got the whole warping down and getting a loom dress pretty fast. Um, Maybe I should bring that back down out of the barn and give it a, uh, a good go for doing some interesting sampling. And it's not something that I would need to do all in one day. I could get it warped and then I could spend time going through and trying different things. So I have a two harness floor loom, which is Everson, my Newcomb uh, art loom, which is really heavy duty. And I can pretty much tell you the perfect piece for uh, making rugs. Then I have my Herald floor loom, which is probably from, mm, I'm gonna say the 60s or 70s. I cannot find a serial number on there to save myself, um, my sanity, but looking at him and the kind of the colorway and, but it's really hard to tell with the loom. So if I could find it, uh, that's Victor and Victor is a jack loom and I really do love my jack looms. And then I have the uh, four harness Leclerc and I had a Harrisville that was given to me for free and I have rehomed that to a friend who I am so trying to get to get weaving 
and right now it's just taking up space in her house and hopefully someday she will join because she is an awesome spinner, a fantastic knitter, and I believe that she would really be a wonderful weaver and I believe her husband would really appreciate some beautiful scarves that I'm sure she could make on that loom. So, <clears throat> yeah, so that, that's, that's the extent of my, I guess, big looms. And then I have my rigid heddles. I have my daughter's rigid heddle. I bought her for Christmas here because she has nowhere, she says, to store it. And um, I have some inkle looms and, and such like that. But really, I think a, uh, making a gamp sampler for any of us with a four harness or greater, or even on a rigid heddle, you can do some manipulations uh, using pickup sticks, using, um, or just doing different types that maybe are not like a four harness gamp, but maybe more like the leno lace and boutique there's something else that you can do there's a bunch of different things that you can do with a rigid heddle that don't require a whole lot more than maybe a pickup stick um, that you wouldn't even need two uh, reeds so the the op it's just endless and you could make a sampler on that too and so when I started weaving on that Harris fill that I received from my friend, I don't know how many years ago, 12 plus has to be, um, I did the Deborah Chandler, I'm trying to find the book, here it is. I had her DVD, back when DVDs were more popular, and the Learn to Weave by Deborah Chandler, and the first thing I did was I warped front to back, and yeah. So I've taught a few people how to warp front to back, but honestly, I prefer now to warp back to front, especially when you have a rattle, and it doesn't take long, and I can do it by myself pretty darn easily. So my suggestion too is that maybe you take some video. So here I'm talking about this gamp skirt that's made out of polyester, but this is really taking us down another rabbit hole, is check out YouTube read uh look just google things and read more about it other folks have actually done blogs on it posted pictures um, lots of free uh, information patterns there's there's many things i found something the other day on double weave and it was from a university and i saved it and emailed it to myself so i'm gonna have to do some research and maybe share that with you later too but make a sampler um, learn the different bits, figure out, you know, it doesn't have to be a really wide sampler. It could be um, uh, a narrow sampler and it can be a little bit longer. Um, you can then uh, tag each one because you may go back and say, oh, I love that design and or that technique. And, you know, if you've got it sitting out there in front of you, like a GAMP would be, then, um, then certainly it, it would be it will have done its job not everything not everything needs to be used as far as clothing but sometimes a small sampler would be something good to have just as reference so when Jennifer from Blaine fleece and fiber came over oh Jennifer when was it oh it was before October oh, it was before Halloween because we walked down to the neighbors Jennifer brought me a little gift um, and one of them was a towel 
and I'm gonna walk over and we only have a couple more minutes, but this is very GAMP related. So I am looking at this gorgeous towel she gave me and it is totally a GAMP. After Jennifer and I got going, uh, got her going on her weaving initially, then she went over and did the Jane um, Stafford textiles online weaving. And I really am going to recommend that again. Um, it may be for you, it may not, but I, I believe that Jane offers quite a bit of information and for the amount that it costs that uh, even if you come away with only a little bit information, you have well worth spent your money for some very good, good quality instruction, some wonderful videos. The PDFs are wonderful too. So I'm staring at this towel and it's a GAMP and it's more in a column and um, half of it, it's, it's all warped one way but I've got I don't know how many different designs going on here and then she divided the colors too and then there are columns to separate which are this beautiful yellow and it's got white blue uh, this wine red uh, rusty red and then the yellow columns and it is just an amazing piece and I'm very very thankful to have it I believe that um, if you do make something that it should be something that's used and not put away and saved for nothingness it but right now I have not used this towel I have it out in my studio as inspiration so it is getting used just not physically yet eventually um, Jennifer I will use this gorgeous towel but it's a GAMP and it's a good example of a GAMP. So here I have all this wonderful inspiration within my studio and I'm hoping that you will find a way to use the things that you have and, and be inspired as well. I know that one spinning friend has, I think, a Becca loom, which is four inches, and she wants to join in the weave along to and make these long strips and I think that is a fantastic idea she can make these strips as long as she wants it could be a lap blanket or, or even longer and then she can um, seam them together sew them together use a decorative stitch but she can kind of do a gamp in a way too because she can change things up um, even with pickup strips on this this Becca loom so that's pretty 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 cool GAMP is everywhere, and ever since I started taking the Jane Stafford um, class or online tutorial, I have been <laughs> counting things, <laughs> excuse me, in the Fibonacci, I can't even say it, um, the rule sequence of uh, 1, 2, 3, 5, 8, 12, uh, 13, 21, 34, 55, 89. It's where you go 1 plus 2 equals 3, 3 uh, 2 plus 3 equals 5, 3 plus 5 equals 8. And it's amazing when you start to see what's happening with that. Um, you see it in buildings, you see it in um, construction, and you can see it in weaving, which is pretty cool. So I went a few seconds, oh, almost a minute over my normal 15 minutes, but that's okay. I just wanted to make sure that we got this information about GAMPs and sampling out. And, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll make one tomorrow. Maybe I'll make another episode next week. You never know. Until next time, you know what to do. Spin on. <laughs>